Good morning. Welcome to the daily podcast for the Vision Principle. This is Pastor Jack Irvin from Akron, Ohio. Glad you're with us this morning. We're still on the topic of overcoming procrastinators and problems and trying to find your life vision. And this is episode 13. And yesterday the topic was freedom. We were talking about strongholds and you know, some people really get free pretty easily and others, they're stuck. You know, I'm reminded, and I've told the story before, but years ago I was on a pastoral visitation and uh, went to the door and the sister greeted me. It was a couple and uh, the husband wouldn't come forward. And so the wife went back to the back of the house and uh, came back later and, Pastor, I need your help. And she described that her husband had tried to crawl out of the window in the bathroom because he really didn't want to see me. And he got stuck. So she came and got me, and I went back there. I tried tried really hard not to laugh. And we helped him uh, get out of the window. And, you know, there are people like that who are just stuck. They just uh, they have issues that are internal. You know, they're dealing with thought patterns and, demonic influence and other things and they just can't seem to get free well there's reasons for that so let's talk about that there are hindrances to freedom and you have to learn to change those things or you'll you'll be stuck you won't come out from freedom so let's talk about let's just go through a few one is simply pride You know, anything that happens in our walk with the Lord has to deal with humility. Matter of fact, I'm doing a series in a few weeks at church, the River Church in Akron on the kingdom of God. And one of the categories about that area is is the door of the kingdom is humility. In other words, the door that we experience God and also that people see God in us. Uh, If we don't offer humility in our lives. We actually shut the door for people to enter the kingdom. We're a hindrance because they look at us, they see we're prideful, we're arrogant, we're, you know, we really think we're better than everybody. And it's not appealing. It doesn't really display the character and the image of Jesus. And so pride is destructive for all of us, especially for believers. Let me read to you in uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. It says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourself to the other, yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. And, re- and listen to this part of the scripture. For God resists the proud, and he gives grace to the humble. You know, People define grace as undeserved favor, but that's really not a good definition because if you've ever taken hermeneutics, you know there's a principle called the analogy of faith, which is you take scripture and use other scripture to interpret what it means. And when a word is used in the Bible, you have to see how the word is actually used. And grace is God's power or God's ability or God's enablement for you to obey what he calls you to do. And if he's calling you to freedom, he will give you the power. 
to obey what he tells you to do. And you can be set free. And if you're filled with pride, you're not going to have freedom over strongholds. You need to demolish them. And you also need to walk in obedience. And the great thing about the Lord is that when we walk in grace by faith, we put our faith and trust in Jesus. We have the ability because he supplies the ability. And if you're trying to fix yourself, you're not going to be successful. But if you trust in the Lord and humble yourself, yes, God could humble you, but he actually prefers scripturally see it all over. We humble ourselves. Jesus humbled himself. We constantly have to humble ourselves. And it's very appealing for us to be delivered and also for us to reach others that need the Lord. Another reason we don't experience freedom is we don't really truly repent. And repentance isn't just feeling sorry and moping for your sin because there's there's different types of sorrow. There's godly sorrow and worldly sorrow. Worldly sorrow really leads to depression. But godly sorrow really leads to a change in your thinking which will eventually change your actions because your whole belief system will change. So true repentance is you need to change your thinking. If you still think the way you always thought when you were stuck, you're going to stay stuck. And you really need to, to come to the point where, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you tell me to do. And he'll help you. He really will. The other area that can really be difficult for us to find freedom is the area of unforgiveness. You know, if you read the story of the parable of the unforgiving servant, it's found in Matthew chapter 18. And Jesus goes through all the, the different things, and the guy's a tyrant, he's not forgiving. And in the end of the chapter, verse 35, it reads like this, So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. We also know that if we don't forgive, then the Lord doesn't forgive us. We can't hold on forgiveness. It'll turn into a root of bitterness. And man, roots are hard to get out. I mean, they're so difficult that you really, uh, you really wonder if you can get free because they're so deep and you need to do that. God will help you do that, okay? Another reason we don't get set free is lack of faith. It's not just trust, but remember Jesus said a prophet is not without honor in his own country or in his own house. And it says he did not many mighty works here because of their unbelief. And when we don't believe that God can deliver us, you know, we get what we believe. It's so important to trust the Lord. You know, years ago, I was in seminary, and I had a professor named Dr. Levang. He was my Hebrew uh, professor, and he always loved to define the word faith. And his definition of faith that we, we always try to work so hard to get, which actually faith comes from God. God's the author and the finisher of our faith. But he used to always describe faith as faith is faith in the faithful one. In other words, the object of our faith 
and the source of our faith and the affection of our faith is Jesus. And he is the supply. He's the one that supplies faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, the specific rhema word of God. So lack of faith will really keep you from really experiencing freedom. You need to trust the Lord. You need to get around people that have been delivered and they can tell you this works. Another one which is probably not as popular in this day and age because of all the watered down gospel, but is there's no fear of the Lord. You know, remember in the Old Testament, the sons of Eli, they're actually called the sons of Baal, really. But they really did had no fear of the Lord. And they were having sexual relations at the altars with women. And, and God ended up taking them out. Of course, Eli fell over dead after that. But they were in a position to serve the Lord, but they didn't serve the Lord with the right heart. They really had no fear of the Lord. And we need to walk in the joy of the Lord and also the fear of the Lord. Not, not a fearful thing like we're afraid. But if we walk with the Lord in reverential respect for him, because we should walk in the joy of the Lord. Also, another reason we don't get freedom is rebellion. We're supposed to be subject to higher powers. There is no power, the power of God. So, and everything that's in power is ordained by God. So we need to really submit to the Lord and let him rule us, okay? And, and when we're in the kingdom, it's all about the king. When we walk with him, we need to be submitted to his rule. And because he supplied everything we need. Okay, he's not trying to hurt us. He's not really trying to control us. You know, and if you're a control freak, that's another reason why you really might have difficulty. Because you really are in control. Do you try to control all the people around you? Do you try to control your church if you're a pastor? You try to control your spouse. You try to control your kid. How does that work for you? You see, that's witchcraft. That's manipulation. That's intimidation. That's domination. And if you go through all the things in the Bible where people try to control everything, it, it doesn't work. And you can't control everything. You have to realize, I remember years ago we were in a service. And the Holy Spirit was just supernaturally moving. I mean, it had nothing to do with any of us. It wasn't a great song or great sermon or like that. And the Lord started moving on this girl, and she stood up, and she said, oh, oh, my goodness, my goodness. I almost lost control. I just, I just couldn't do that. So I had to get control of myself. And, you know, she sat back down, and then I didn't embarrass her, and I didn't call her out. But the problem is she needed to lose control. She needed to let the Holy Spirit have his way. You see, if we're always in control, that's the problem. We need to let the Holy Spirit control us. When we try to control everything, we actually grieve the Holy Spirit. We actually quench the Holy Spirit from moving because he needs to be in control. Another reason, too, that we've 
we have difficulty getting unstuck, we don't experience freedom, is really trauma. And that can come in all forms. We talked about that in our last episode. And that can be devastating for people, but you have to invite Jesus into that area. Don't be afraid to let him come in and absolutely set you free. And I know it's painful. I know it was tragic. I know it was very difficult. And sometimes it lasted over a long period of time. And some of you have horrific stories. And we don't want to downplay that or make fun of that or or look lightly at that. But God is the God that heals. God is a God that will set you free. God is a God that will give you a forgiving heart. Don't live year in and year out. Don't let that bitterness grow in your heart. Begin to ask the Lord to heal you. Begin to take those deep hurts and frustrations and take them to the Lord and let him really heal you. He can do that. Uh, Another area is what I would call, and it's a hindrance to our freedom, is selfishness. You know, Matthew chapter 7 talks about if we build our house upon a rock, it'll stand. But if we build our house upon a sand, it won't stand. And the principle is that he that heareth the word of God and doeth it is the one that builds his house on a rock. If you hear the word of God and don't do it, then it's very difficult. You know, just imagine if all our churches, we would preach on a topic and then everyone would do it and we would not move on until we did that. In other words, imagine if you preach, see, what good is to hear the word of God and not do it? We're all guilty of it. But if you want to walk in your life vision, you need to begin to learn to obey the Lord, to really walk in obedience to what he calls you to do. And remember, it's not a task or a duty. You're in relationship. You want to do it if you're in right relationship with the Lord. So I pray today that the Lord would get you unstuck. You might be having difficulty getting free. Look in one of those areas today. Get along with God and ask him to identify the problem, and ask the Lord to remove it. Get with someone and let them pray with you. Email me at Pastor Jack at the Vision Principle. I'll pray with you. We'll ask God to shatter that darkness in your heart, and you'll begin to walk in freedom. And then you'll begin to see the light goes on. You'll begin to experience, wow, God's got great plans for me. He's taking you somewhere. He's going to lead you by his hand. He's going to take you down the path of your destiny. Father, we just pray today you would bless your people in a supernatural way. Fill them afresh and anew with your blessed Holy Spirit. We ask this in Jesus' name. God bless and have a great day.